Right on Podcast Them Down, we continue our metal comic book review with Jag Panzer's The Hallowed. Hail Metal Nation, it is I, Tim. Joining us is Dave. And of course, this is Podcast Them Down, the uh, metal podcast where we talk about metal stuff and uh, judge the metalness of things. But we're not doing that today because we already know this is metal. Jag Panzer's latest comic book, The Hallowed. Look at that metal. First, first edition. That's right. First yes. printing. Very extremely limited, hand-packed by the creators. That's right. So, <laughs> and uh, and here's the, here's the pristine case it came in, which I unfortunately broke. <laughs> so, oh, that's right. I need to bring you another uh, set of bag and board. Yeah, I, don't, I do not have uh, comic book preservation supplies with me. So our previous, this is the second installment, which I probably already said the second installment of our uh, comic book reviews. Our first installment was an Amon Amarth comic book, but no, not the new one. The one that came with the Twilight of the Thunder God bobbleheads, right? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, the, the hardcover comic. That's right. It really functions more like a miniature graphic novel. Yeah, so... Maybe that's a little too grandiose. Perhaps. <laughs> uh, this one... Uh, so I saw that um, they were going to have this, and I'm like, well, obviously... <laughs> Jag Panzer's been like promoting this new album for quite a while now. Uh, it is also called The Hallowed. And in support of it, they released this comic book and I bought it immediately and wanted to review it immediately. But uh, <laughs> it was very difficult to get you over to read it so we could talk about it and then me to read it and us to be able <laughs> to record it. But I am <laughs> right. fresh off this thing today. Oh, nice. And uh, yours, you're memory of it is only weeks old <laughs> so, yeah. so it, no hazier than my other memories yeah <laughs> so, so it more or less worked out so uh i don't know where to begin should we talk about jag panzer first or dive straight into this comic book i mean let's give let's give any of our unfamiliar listeners a quick background on the force of metal nature that is jag panzer colorado's own um i tim Feel free to start with the early years or what? I don't know. Yeah, well, that's a that's a good question. They've been around forever. They, uh, yeah. I mean, just the uh, the skimming the Wikipedia type <laughs> um, overview of them is they uh, came together in '81. They were like high school friends or something. They were originally called Tyrant. Ah, uh, yes, Harry. Yeah, but uh, they. Uh, they had to change their name because the, uh, but, but the singer, Harry, the tyrant, <laughs> uh, took on that nickname. Get so the they changed their name to Jag Panzer and, uh, put out in early 84 ample destruction, mm. which, uh, you know, just like, just like all those Metallica fans, they're like, oh, they haven't been good since 
kill them all. There are Jag Panther fans that say Ample Destruction was their best thing and they've never been able to match it. I disagree. Greg Jones. (laughs) (laughs) You've been called out by podcasting down. Uh, (laughs) Hi, Greg. So, um, but then they've put out uh, there were a few more 80s albums. Uh, Like I said, this is the, the skimming everything. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. And I, I think it's fair to say that they kind of pioneered the European and American like power metal blend more so than most other bands. Like they were never quite as aggressive or raw, like thrashy power metal as iced earth ended up being. And they weren't like as flowery as a band like Halloween. They were somewhere like quite nicely in the middle, uh, especially through their classic albums out of the nineties. What like the fourth, um, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, sorry. They Egypt Mastery. Um, they or the Jesus. This is this is I, quality content here, guys. No, I need to amend myself. They put out several demos after Ample Destruction. They had the deleted uh, album Chain of Command. Oh, yeah. Which they recorded and then didn't release. Um, Honest. for for a long time. And then, so then in the 90s, they had Dissident Alliance, The Fourth Judgment, The Age of Mastery, which was the first one I had, Fame to the Throne, Mechanized Warfare. Which is my first. And uh, they've just had this unbroken line of uh, probably since, probably since The Fourth Judgment. Yeah. Their third album, this unbroken line of they've matched or exceeded every previous album over and over and over again, casting the stones, the scourge of the light, the deviant cord, and now the hallowed, which I haven't heard yet. (laughs) So, but it's coming down the pike comes out in May or June of this year. Uh, yeah, we really do our research and our prep it. Indeed. uh, It's one of the shows. It comes out June 23rd, but Jag Panzer is great. They are friendly guys. They are, can rock a room like very few people I've ever seen. I saw Jack Panzer twice and both times were in, I'm going to be kind and say humble surroundings. Uh, one was on like a Tuesday night and there were maybe 20 people there, but you know, like I turned around when the show was over and I'm like, Oh wow, this place is empty, but I couldn't tell because the energy that they brought and like the ferocity of their performance was great. And then they came down and drank beers and signed, uh, you know, signed autographs and stuff after the show. So I have a very large space in my heart for the Jag Panzer guys. Uh, so yeah, this is kind of a sh- shameless hero worship episode from my perspective. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I have wanted to cover a Jag Panzer song in Burning Shadows for the longest time. It might still happen. <laughs> but, I, I think the chances but I rem- are good. I, I remember talking about it in 2000. I wanted to do Iron Eagle or um, Shadow Thief or what was the other one? Uh, me- uh, uh, the, the first track on Mechanized Warfare. Yeah, Take to the Sky. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I pointed off camera. The tick to the sky, <laughs> you know. Uh but that ha- all those songs have the, had the uh pro- well, not so much Shadow Thief, but uh a certain member goes, 
Wait, I have to learn a Chris Broderick solo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, that wasn't the only thing standing in our way. But <laughs> no, I mean, that was among the things standing in our way. But it's, it's going to happen. Mark yeah. my words. <laughs> We're nearly almost there. We've almost so, yeah. started. <laughs> we've, yeah, we've, we've almost just begun. So this comic, Tim. Comic. Jack Panzer's The Hallowed. Yeah, you read it this morning, you say, or this evening, no. afternoon? No, I read it this evening. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, so uh, the, my experience of reading this was I said, what the hell is going on? I don't get this. And then uh, like, like two pages in. And then three pages in, I was like, oh, I get it. <laughs> this, this is brilliant. So mm-hmm. that's, that's the, like, like if your car explodes and you stop listening to the podcast, you, you have gotten my main message, my main review of this. This is genius. I love that they did this. I'm very curious as to the album now. So it starts, uh, I, when, when Dave read it, again, he read it before I did, even though it's mine. <laughs> he said, do you remember how comic books used to have ads in them? I was like, yeah, yeah. Well, the very first on the inside cover is an ad <laughs> for Jack Panzer. <laughs> yep. I love it. I love it. And then, uh, there's a, the title page says, I, I don't know if this is technically a title page, but the hallowed tells the story of a small group of people struggling to survive in a brutal cold landscape. The group is aided by animals, which they use for hunting protection and surveillance. They are searching for a mythical land of warmth known as the hallowed original story concept by Rickard Stjernquist, Harry Conklin, Mark Briotti. That's the drummer, the singer, and the guitarist, respectively. Storyline by Harry Conklin. Comic book story adaptation by Mark Briotti. Artwork by E. Rubio. And cover by Yan Sek. Now, why Yan Sek is interesting is he has emailed Burning Shadows and RVG uh, soliciting work. And I've never taken taken him up on it. But now... That's about about to change. Yeah, So, but now now that he's done something for Jack Panzer and I'm aware of it. (laughs) maybe i'll write him back so what did did john tetley just like not want to have anything to do with this maybe maybe he's too busy like practicing scales you know Mm, could be you know how lead guitarists are so then the comic goes right into um introducing the characters and that's already where i was like i was confused because it starts with Wolf, which is W-U-L-F. It says, Wolf is a grizzled old man who has survived for years in this frozen world. His leadership skills made him the natural alpha. He is accompanied by his dog, Tahoe. So, before, until I got to Tahoe, I thought that was Wolf because he looks like a wolf. I didn't even notice the guy right here next to him <laughs> wearing this gas mask uh, uh, type contraption. But then it goes through... Uh, the, the, the various people, um, and their animal companions. I think the one that, uh, caught me most off guard <laughs> was the guy with the two ferrets. Yeah. That was a surprise. It's cause we've got all of these and I, to their credit, ferrets are indeed 
quite capable predators. But we have all of these kind of like symbols of power. Like, you know, there's a wolf and is it, it's a cheetah or a leopard. Um, Falcon. Uh, panther. Panthers. Panther, excuse me. Yeah, that's fine. Two smaller cats. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of panthers. Two smaller cats, Hera and Hades. There's Scout and Ariel the Eagles. Two ferrets. <laughs> like they're all like, you think metal animals and then there's ferrets. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like there's probably a sizable overlap in ferret owners and metal fans. Oh, I wouldn't doubt that. I wonder, can we, uh, can we get some hard data on that though? Yeah. All right. So, uh, we have the characters. The next thing it does, uh, is kind of like the world building. So I was expecting like, here's a story, (laughs) but the next thing is the diesel engine sputtered as both man and beast enjoyed the warmth of the fire. We were truly bound as one. And that is bold. And I was like, okay, (laughs) you you know, well, like comic books do that sometimes, you you know, they just bold words. And so I moved, you know, I was like, okay, moved on. Then there is a scene of a, uh, a girl like who's going to eat from an open can like beans, like hobo style, but a wolf has snatched it away from her and says that food hasn't been checked. It may be contaminated. I'm like, that's kind of a weird story to say, right? Okay. And then (laughs) they zoom out more and there is the mark of the jaw nearby. So, which I guess means bad things. So, you, you know, like, um, and then they put a blanket on the wolf. <laughs> and then the next page is totally different stuff. Yeah, I struggled a little bit with the continuity when I was reading it. I got to be honest. Um, it does jump around a bit. Yeah, so what? Yeah, so that's exactly what, what I was. I was like, I don't understand. Like, now they're now the guy with ferrets. But what about the, the, the jaw? And, you know, it just kind of goes on and on. Yeah. Uh, with different like vignettes, I, I would call them. And every so often there is something, let me find one. Uh, that one might, might not be obvious, but then here's one. We sh- shouldered on, shouldered on through <laughs> thick and thin, some good days and some bad. These are ties that bind. Then I put it together. The fucking song titles. <laughs> right. All these little vignettes are like the 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 stories of the songs. Like, oh, fucking brilliant. <laughs> so, you know, I was going to try to cuss less so we wouldn't have to put the explicit thing on there, but you know oh, what? Oh, no. I fucked it. You know what? Yeah, and fuck it. maybe I do have it in me, and maybe I'm just stronger than you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, God. So I'm glad that you mentioned the vignette concept because that makes a lot more sense now that they are not necessarily one cohesive story that goes all the way, but really just representations of the songs. They're glimpses into the the stories told on the album is what I think is going on here. I like this. Yeah. So I think it's really cool. So let's talk more about ads because there's more ads. 
and also brilliant. Uh, there's one for a podcast. Now it's not our podcast. <laughs> yes, unfortunately, you know. But I, when I read that, I was like, you know, podcast them down should get in touch with Jag Panzer for their next issue. Absolutely. Like, I mean, I, I, I'd, I'd love to be in one of these. So yeah. there's a there's a podcast ad. There is an ad for the album itself with Wolf and yep. uh, oh, shit. I already forgot the dog's name. With Wolf and his dog, Tahoe. Tahoe. <laughs> right. That's right. Right. And then uh, there's another ad a few pages later after, after this great image of eagles <laughs> attacking. Uh, oh, wow. Attacking possibly the bassist from Jag Panzer. <laughs> yes. That's who he Actually, looks that, like to me. That is who he looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. All right, and then there's a there's a radio station, metal radio, heavy metal horror with umlauts over the O's. Oh, Tim, that's a great video effect. Uh, it oh. did, it, yeah. Oh, cool! <laughs> it just looks like a floating demon. There's a, there's a green background. <laughs> <laughs> and then Bruising Tunes, which uh, might be another interview show or podcast. Or and, uh, hopefully uh, some a, awesome a, venue somewhere. Yeah. Well, no, because they put a Facebook page up. No. Heavy metal, hard rock albums, craft beers, and interviews with legendary musicians. What's not to love? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. So after all these vignettes, I don't want to give away the ending, but there's there's a great ending. Oh, and <laughs> more green. <laughs> more green. Yeah. <laughs> so, um. That's the album. That is the whole comic book. Uh, confusing at first. Yes. Brilliant idea once I got it. And I love the detail of the, uh, and, and probably the uh, <laughs> necessity of putting ads in it because they're also just like metal ads. It just needs x-ray specs. That's what it really needs. Yeah. Or like a coupon that you can cut out and redeem for like, little jag panzers that you can keep in a bowl on your desk brilliant <laughs> um so yeah artwork's I, great I wanna, uh, yeah exactly i wanted to talk a little bit about the format because this is definitely a more traditional comic like in form and function and presentation and everything than the amana marth one um one thing that kind of differentiates it. And I like, I like this and also don't like it at the same time. The paper is a much heavier cardstock than most comics would be. Um, so it's extremely, uh, it is, it's quite rigid and, uh, you know, durable, which is, it's wonderful. It's yeah, a well, good high quality piece of mem memorabilia. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking like this thing's going to last. I don't have to take well, I mean, I'm going to take care of it, but I don't have to like, what was that? Uh, that Simpsons, it was an early one <laughs> where they got the radioactive man number one or something. <laughs> they had to turn the pages with tweezers. Like, I'm not going to have to do that with this. <laughs> no. And yes, I mean, like, but seriously, it's nice to know that you don't have to be treating it with, you know, like archival care. Um, and also I thought that the art was dead on for what they were going for. Um, I might've gone with a different font for the lettering, but 
whatever. I have no problems with the font. I just thought that it was a great kind of uh, throwback to mid nineties comic art style um, with this kind of like bold colors and thick lines and these kind of destroyed and decrepit environs in which these heroes are making their path. I overall, I thought that they, that it's stylistically, they nailed it. Yeah. And, there, the action scenes, <laughs> the action vignettes are. They I, pop off the I, page. I, yeah, I realize this is an audio medium and doing hand gestures is not helpful <laughs> to the listener. But yeah, yeah, they're, they're very dynamic. Uh, anyway, whole thing's great. Um, yeah, I, I think it's way better than that Amon Amarth one we talked about. The, because, because that was just like a little bit of a story, wasn't it? It was surprisingly yeah. short. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I have to say that I have not seen a heavy metal comic that can stand on its own as like a nice little standalone piece of this is supplemental art. Like, and I'm trying to think about who would be able to do it, you know? Um, I, I don't think Blind Guardian could successfully pull it off. Well, they'd talk like, about it for a decade first, and then it would be underwhelming when they got it right. <laughs> but so because they did, they did something kind of similar. Like they did this little fanfic. If you go into the, I liner remember notes, that. I remember that. Yeah, for those of you out there who have the um, original release of Nightfall and Middle Earth, because they don't, they don't include it in any of the remasters, which I was shocked to learn. Um, there's this whole second half of the booklet that is basically the story of some elf in the Sons of Feanor's company telling the story of the Silmarillion, like from just this one dude's perspective. And even that is just like, what the fuck is going on here? We might have to read that for archival purposes on a you future know, episode. I think you're right, Tim. <laughs> Uh, but the the point is that it it seems like most metal bands who do a do a comic book or do some sort of like literary tie in with their with their music are just like kind of porting lyrics and song titles to a different medium. And on that note, I'd like to preview our next installment of the uh, heavy metal comics review, the comic that came with Crimson Thunder. Ah, yes. Which is just like pure hammerfall, hammerfallage. <laughs> <laughs> we might need extra time to do the one after that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, oh man, that one we'll is save like that one for next time. Templar or steel? Come to the Templar Palace to claim my steel right. <laughs> Templars. All right, so to wrap this up, uh, Jack Panzers. New album, The Hallowed, comes out June 23rd. I believe we'll be doing a review of it shortly thereafterwards, because unfortunately we don't get things ahead of time yet. No, we're <laughs> also, not I haven't enough. asked and I haven't tried. <laughs> I bet, actually, I think Bark Beardy probably would send you a copy if you were like, hey, it's Tim. Remember we played in Minnesota together? I got this thing. Oh, that was such a great time. God, it was. We, we played cool. 
we played the other stage right but we've already told the story on the podcast but i'll tell the short version we played on the other stage right before jag panzer so i've never put my equipment away faster because i wasn't going to miss a second of jag panzer never they have such a rarity to see them play live these years nowadays in these dark times. Oh, can't yeah, miss come, them. Come to Baltimore. Uh, so I, I'm on the uh, the website to pre-order here, visionmerch.com. Mm. Uh, this is one of the places to pre-order it, I believe. But uh, it says uh, it's a CD digipack, which cool. uh, I'm... Well, I'm not I know you have that much of a fan of Digipacks, but then the very first thing it says under the description is Jewel Case. <laughs> so, huh. Okay. So, who knows what it'll be? Uh, I assume it'll be Digipack. And I know this isn't a heavy metal promo review, but I'm going to read you their blurb. Okay. Jag Panzer not only are one of the most important U.S. heavy metal bands, but also one of the first ones. The band was formed in 1981 in Colorado and released their debut album entitled Ample Destruction just three years later in 1984. Today, almost 40 years later, the album, which already presented the band's very own unique and unique style, is known as one of the pillars of American heavy metal and is often referred to as the trailblazer of the power metal scene. In the last few decades, the heavy metal scene was going through ups and downs, and so was the band's career. Nevertheless, Jag Panzer managed to release 10 more studio albums and earn the status of an absolute legend of the genre. Yes, they are being called legends. They are being called veterans, but it absolutely doesn't mean that the band sounds outdated. Exactly the opposite applies. Their new concept studio album entitled The Hallowed, of course, includes all trademarks and sounds like a classic Jag Panzer album, but it also includes an impressive dose of energy and high octane in your face attitude that will please both old school diehard fans and young enthusiasts of the genre alike. Now that sounds like they wrote it for Greg. <laughs> it, yes. It sounds like I, does, how does Mark Briotti just like do all of their P cause it sounds Maybe. like him. Well, I don't think so and because they're, they're also selling a shirt that says Jag Panzer established 1983, which hmm. may have been when they changed their name to Jag Panzer. Okay. Maybe I'm just being pedantic. <laughs> it's, I mean, if I had a band that was called Tyrant and then we were called Jag Panzer after two years, I would absolutely be pedantic and put that year on the shirt. I mean, so if you were writing this for me, uh, all you'd have to say is Jag Panzer's coming out with another album. And it doesn't matter what it says next. Right. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm in. All right, I'll track listing. <laughs> and and some of these are some of these are pointing out some things I missed. When I read the the comic. All right. Track listing. Bound as one. Pray. Ties that bind. Stronger than you know. Onward we toil. I believe there's a lyric video out for that now. Uh, Edge of the knife. Edge of a knife. Sorry. Dark descent. Weather the storm. Renewed flames. And last rites. Uh, Yeah. Onward we toil is the single off the album. And then, uh, yeah. Pre-order. You can get it in blue, white, marbled vinyl, double LP. Holy Blankenstein. Will you be doing that? 
I mean, I don't have any Jag Panzer on vinyl. Um, All right, so I do. I have uh, Age of Mastery on vinyl that I bought really? from Mark Briotti in Minnesota. So we have to drive oh. all the way home. With, I'm like clutching this thing. Carefully, yes. Yeah. That was no, that was before I started like letting myself slip into collecting records. I still won't collect records. I only get the, the most important albums to me. This is smart. Yeah, so my record collection still fits on the shelf, and Age of Mastery is one of those. <laughs> um, but then I discovered I accidentally bought accidentally bought 72 seasons on the on vinyl as well as cd so maybe i'll do the same thing here <laughs> yeah it so it's reasonably priced at 30 dollars. oh yeah for a double lp that's pretty reasonable, double lp right? yep um i'm gonna listen to it first and see whether it is up there among my favorite because honestly the only jack panzer album i want on vinyl is thane to the throne it's a perfect album straight through for me um, you know, it's crazy. I still have that within arm's reach while we do the <laughs> podcast. Here's Thane to the Throne, but not on vinyl. Oh, my God. Either that or, you know, mechanized warfare. We'll see. We'll see whether they do an extensive re-release of vinyl crap for all of us custies out here. <laughs> Buying up all the music merch. All right. Well, I think, I think we, that about sums it up. All right, until next time, Metal Nation, keep your eagles iron.